Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Southeast Wisconsin has some of the best high school and college athletes in the country. How did they get their start? Where did they begin their journey? It's time to talk about some of the best youth sports programs in the area. 10% It's time for the Youth Sports Show with the Fans High School Insider, Big time, Mike McGivern. Uh, welcome into the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The fan got a full house today talking Milwaukee Mustangs track club. Head coach Ray Hale. Coach, how you been? Oh, I'm doing great. Man, the, I had you guys in a few years ago and you were out of town, but you were kind enough to call in and uh, spend a couple minutes with us. So I'm glad you're in in town today and willing to come in. And, and uh, a lot going on with Milwaukee Mustangs track. Uh, yes, there is. Um, we do a lot of, uh, well, first of all, we're getting kids from all over the uh, eastern part, southeastern part of Wisconsin. Yeah, right I was going to so, ask you about that because yeah. it it's amazing to me when I go on your website, Coach, you do. You get kids from all over, from all walks of life, and it's a melting pot, which yes, I really like. Yeah, very diverse team, and we, that's what we uh, encouraged, and that's what we were looking uh, forward to when we made the team. If we can so, get you a little closer to the microphone, okay. Coach, thank you. Yep. So and we'll get back to that part because mm-hmm. I think it's a really big piece of of what Milwaukee Mustangs Track Club is. How did you get involved? How did you start this? Did you start and and are you the founder of Milwaukee Mustangs? I am the founder of the uh, club. Okay. So I started the club when I would go to the high school state meets. I didn't see that many Milwaukee area kids competing in track and field for some years through the early 90s. Yeah. And so I thought, you know, I had a track and field background. I ran track and field myself. Where at? At uh, South Division High School. Okay. And um, as I was saying, we didn't have a lot of Milwaukee area kids in track and field when I would go to the state high school meets. I said, well, you know, there was a couple of clubs around at that time. And I said, well, let me start one up two here. Yeah. So I started my club with uh, everyone 10 and under. Okay. And as they grew older, I brought in those age groups to come in uh, also and run with the club. Was, we wanted to we wanted to start establish a certain uh, atmosphere of how we wanted the team to run. So, so who was who? Who did you compete with back back in the day? Was it the Striders? It was the Striders and the Silver Spring Spartans. Okay. Uh, there was a also a club, uh, Congress Track Club at that yep. time. Also. Yeah. yeah. And it's uh, you guys have been around a long time now. Yeah, right? yeah. Been, uh, I started the club in 2000. Okay. so uh, It's then, a long time. Yeah, it's a long time. So a lot of years. Lot uh, of athletes. Better at, at what you're doing now than you were back in 2000. You learn a lot of lessons. Yeah, you do. you're always years. learning. You, yeah. you, learn, you can learn something new every year. You know, you just got to keep learning just like the kids want to come in and learn and they want to, you know, so there's always different methods and ways coming out of teaching better. Do you, you guys know? do any of the field 
part of it? Or we is do. It stri- so, we do. so it's track and field. It is track and field. Yeah. So you have throwers and and throwers and, and jumpers. Yep. We jumpers. Got, you know, and... We're we're even trying to get into the multi event people. You okay. Know, uh, we got a couple of those on the team who do the multi event. So pole vaulters. Uh, we we don't have pole vaulters. That's a hard one to that's get a, the equipment that's for. That's a different first of all. breed, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's a different breed. I look. I had some pole vaulters on the show. I didn't know there were two indoor pole vaulting places they can go in mm-hmm. the wintertime. Mm-hmm. I was shocked by that. Yeah. And I asked the one young man, he said, look, I I, uh, I was really shy and quiet as a freshman. Didn't have a lot of friends. And I was asked to maybe try this. And I'm completely hooked. He's going on to college to compete in college. And I said, what do you do in the off season? He said, I, what are you talking about? I'm pole vault. I go, here? He goes, yeah. There's one in the North Shore and there's one in Waukesha. And I'm at the one in Waukesha twice a week and the one in the North Shore twice a week. And I said, there's indoor pole vaulting. He goes, yeah. And I thought, he, he must have thought, because, look, I'm not in that world. So I had no idea. Right. I had absolutely no idea. But that those that's a different breed. Stay, stay, stay out of the pole vaulting game. Right. right? <laughs> hey, how do you find your kids? Uh, well, now, mostly, for the most part, I would say 90% of them find us. So oh. it's all, we're you know, we're on the Internet. So. Yeah. It helps so, out a lot. And MustangTrack.org, by the way. Mustang, correct. it's one word, MustangTrack.org, if you want to go to this website. And before I go further on how you find kids, Ray, mission statement for the Milwaukee Mustangs Track Club. Here's their mission statement. They put it right on the front page. You, you, look, you're not. they're not running um, from what their mission statement is because it's right there. And it's to provide each athlete the opportunity to reach his or her full potential by developing endurance, character, and self-discipline. Milwaukee Mustangs Track Club seeks to develop well-rounded individuals who, who learn not only the fundamentals of athletic training, but also the importance of education in an atmosphere conducive to developing sound character. So you're putting in, look, the whole part about character and education, and you do that in a great atmosphere, and you get kids from all over. It's a good combination for you. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, so... And we, we definitely encourage that. We encourage you to, you know, keep up with your grades because we're only doing this one part with helping you to become great athletes. But we're also encouraging you to keep your grades because, you know, a lot of you are probably going to get scholarships of one kind or another. Okay. And it's going to be very important. In, uh, it's hard. I've been a basketball coach for 36 years. Mm-hmm. And um, we can encourage all we want, but sometimes it's up to them. Yeah. And we're going to tell, we've got some student athletes in, in studio, and we're going to get to them in the second segment. We've got a young man from Milwaukee, Washington. We're going to talk a little high school basketball with him. No, we won't, man. <laughs> He's state champion. He's a state champion. Huh? In the 100? Yeah. Man. 100-meter dash. Yeah. I told him we're twins. I, him and I. Who would you bet on if him and I went out and ran 100 against each other? Yeah, I would take him too. I'm just I kidding. Know. I I'd have to kick him. It would it would depend on the weather conditions. <laughs> no, you might be able to get him in the ice, right? Right in <laughs> ice, in snow, in I could blindfold him and Ted put him in one. You'd have to hop one leg. This young man still beat me. Hey, we talked about where you find kids, and you said, look, kids normally find us now. How how different is that than when it, when you started ten years ago? Yeah, so when we started ten years ago, it was like. Uh, you, you don't you didn't have as much with the social media and the internet that played a part. So it was mostly you, you just try to go around to the different schools, like the the gym teachers, for say, and yeah. say, well, who's your fastest kids at the school here? You know, maybe they like to come out and run track and join the track club. So it was it was a lot of just trying to get out there and actually go find these kids or 
uh, you know, so they were getting referred to us through. Uh, we started actually through the uh, Police Athletic League. That's where the team started. Okay. Through the Police Athletic sure. League. So there was already a lot of kids in that building. PAL. So, and that's yeah. how, yep, that's how Pal. we actually started the club there. And where are you guys uh, out of now? Now we're just. Like, so where do you train? We train at the Pettit Ice Center in, okay. the, in the wintertime. And then we train at uh, one of the high schools. We were at Rufus King High School during the summer. We'll sure. probably end up at Riverside High School this year. Okay. You know, um, or possibly Shorewood. The um, Pettit Ice Center, what a, what a perfect facility for you guys. Yes. Yes. Yeah, they're partners with you? Yeah, they allow us to come in. They give us a special, you know, uh, pricing on getting in there so we can come in and, and, and train. Uh, it's It's nice that it has... Uh, a 450-meter track that you can really open up as opposed to being on this little small, short 200-meter or 160-meter track or in a hallway somewhere trying to get some indoor work in. Yeah. So it allows us the ability to really train year-round, you know. Back in the day when you were a Cardinal at uh, South mm-hmm. Division, uh, you did some some training in, in down the hallway. Those hallways yeah. are long over at South Division. Yes, I've they been are. There. I've been there a few times. What did you uh, compete in when you were in high school? What I were was, you? I was mainly a 400, 800 meter runner. Okay. Yeah. So it was a little longer races. A little bit and of the longer sprints, I call you're, them. Yeah. You're still pretty fit. You still run a lot? I still run a little bit. I still work out quite a bit, try to keep up with the athletes a little bit. Yeah, know. that's. Yeah. I, I, I think got, I can get Elijah in in, in in the starting blocks, though. I think you I got think him. So? Yeah, I got him in. Uh, yeah, he's year. smiling, shaking his head, going, "That ain't." <laughs> there's no chance at it. I'll take him in that one as well. They they said our fall started, but uh, uh, you did, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yes, <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yes, I'm sure. Hey, so what? Um, is this your job? Is this what no. you do? What do you do for a living? No, I'm a supervisor for the city of Milwaukee Painters. So okay. I work for the city. Business good. Business There's always something good. to paint, right? There's always the something city? to paint. We do a lot of stuff. We work on bridges and and the crosswalk lines and graffiti and yeah and sandblasting. Believe and it or not, stuff. I I kind of I used to do some work with you guys. Oh yeah, a little bit. I was uh, on the on the one of our other stations on 103.7 Kiss FM. I'm a sales guy for the three stations, and I ran this anti-graffiti program okay. for a couple of years with Milwaukee Neighborhood Services. Okay, yeah. and we talked a lot about. That your department, okay. and what a great job that you guys do, and, and how we're going to try to get you a little slower. Mm-hmm. We we wanted less graffiti out there, right. so you guys could concentrate on some some more important things, right. um, rather than having to go clean that that up all the time. Do, do you have kids? I do. Do, you, were, do yeah. they run? No, uh, what, yeah, one of my kids ran. Okay, yeah, because yeah. yeah, uh, being a basketball coach, I always wanted my kids to play basketball. One, my my son did, my daughter did through eighth grade. And then her last eighth grade year, she came out and went, Phew, glad I never have to do this again. So I knew she wasn't going to play in, in high school, but my son played in high school, and then he went on and played Division three basketball in college, which was, was, was really good, I think, for we spent a lot of time together on the court. Um, the love that you have for, for, for track, before we get to a, a break, and we're going to bring, again, these student athletes in the second segment, the love that you have for track and to be able to give back the way you give back for the Milwaukee Mustangs Track Club, where did that come from? Uh, I I want to say that I, I think I always had that in me. I was I'm more of a giving type spirit, so okay. you know to uh, be able to do that, it it almost gives you some purpose in life to just say, okay, you know this this must be my purpose to yeah. be able to help out kids and get them somewhere. Who, who you know? and and I said last question, but now I have a follow up. Who at, at South Division or prior to that was the person in your life? 
that introduced you to track and 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 helped you fall in love with it? Yeah, so that was a great mentor. John Bowen was oh. a uh, the coach for many years at South Division High School. Okay, so you could always find me sitting in his office. He was the guidance counselor, so I would always go to his office and look through all the record books for MPS schools for track and field. So I was always sitting in there and talking track with him. But he was a great great recruiter from the middle schools for track. That's how they were able to get five state championships in a row right? by getting these kids in and get them interested in track and field. And know? so the middle school is when the first time you ran track? No, I ran in high school. You, it was my, my high school. So not I, even in middle school? Not even in middle school. So I went with him to, uh, help to me. get the middle school, school kids to come to okay. high school and, and run track. So your yeah. freshman year, you decided just, just to go try it. Go track, yep. That's interesting. Yep. We're going to... Third segment, we're going we're, we're gonna to pick that back up, but I want to get these young student-athletes um, in, and, and, and I'm going to put you over to the couch. On the other side of the break, we have three. We have a uh, Milwaukee, Washington kid, a King kid, and Franklin, the Sabres. How did I forget that one? And a Franklin, young girl from Franklin. We'll introduce you to them on the other side of the, the break. We're talking Milwaukee Mustang Track Club. Any information you need, go to mustangtrack.org. MustangTrack.org. This is the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern. We're talking Milwaukee Mustang Track Club. Milwaukee Mustang Track Club, Ray Hale. He's the head coach. He's in studio, and he's brought three student-athletes with him. And these are some impressive student-athletes that have done some unbelievable things in, in track. And uh, we're going to go around and talk to them for a little while here. Elijah, he's a senior at Washington. He won state in the 100? Yes. And how would you do na- uh, in nationally? Uh, I got second in the 100 and fourth in the 200. My goodness. You're fast. Have you always been fast? Yeah. He's got a smile that uh, lights up the room, by the way. And he, somebody, People have told you that, I'm sure. Um, you've always been always been one of the fastest kids on the playground. Is that it? Um, not really. I just I don't, I just got fast out of nowhere. Yeah, but you work at it? Yes. Um, how long have you been part of Milwaukee Mustangs? I've been running with the Mustangs since I was 11. Since you were 11? Yes. Did you fall in love with it right away? Yes. Hard work? You run at, at at Washington as well. Do you find that all the work you've done, obviously, with the Mustangs really paid off for you in the city conference? Yes, the Mustangs is the reason why I actually run track, why I love it. Really? Yes. What about the Mustangs is it that you love so much? Um, Like, you have, we're like a family, basically. Like, everybody supports everybody. Like, if you're down, if you lose a race and you lose, everybody supports you to bring you back up and say you can do better. Hey, I got to tell you a story real quick. So I do a segment for a TV show called Around the Corner with John McGivern, and we're talking about the Brookfield East track team. Uh, they, they've won some state right there. It's a really well-known um, school that has a great track and field team. And so we did a segment there, and I watched, and there was a young man. I watched part of the JV part of it, and there was a young man that was probably running maybe the 200 or the, the 400. That's what he's running, the 400. And he was going to be dead last by a ways. And the varsity guys ran with him, r- went out there and ran with him and encouraged him and said, don't worry about it. You know what? You're getting better, man. You're getting better. And I was really taken back by that because I don't see that in basketball. 
But in track, these guys jumped out, and he was really, you could tell he was struggling. And they ran with him and just encouraged him the whole way. And I said, is that unusual? And they said, not in track. That's the way we. That's the way track people are. They encourage each other a lot, and you find that with Milwaukee Mustangs. Yes, you like that. Mm-hmm. So we've got a saber with us, and uh, I'm going to get to uh, our third guest because she's, she's a veteran. She's been here before, and I see that uh, she's learned from her last time she was here. We're going to talk to her about that. Uh, Clara, this is the first time that you've been on. You are a junior at Franklin. What do you run? I run mainly the 400 and the 800. Is there one that you like better? Um, probably the 800. The, the different philosophy that you have um, at the beginning of a 400 race compared to an 800 race, what is that for you? What's the different philosophy? So for the 800, the main thing is you're focusing on cutting in. So, like, that's on your mind. Like, am I going to get boxed in? Am I going to get cut off? And the 400 is just, like, getting out. It's just speed because you're in your lane the whole time. You don't have to worry about that. You don't have to worry about it. And you like the 800 more? You like that 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 thought process behind it where there's more than just let's just get out and run? Yeah, it's just different. Um, how long have you been with the Mustangs? Since I think my summer going into my eighth grade was my first year. Did you have any idea what you were getting into at that no, point? not you at didn't. all. At first I didn't want to. When my mom asked me at first I said no. And how how quick into your um, your career with the Mustangs did you go, okay, this is this is a good fit for me? Mm, probably for sure by the end of the first season. That's good because sometimes kids, you know, it takes two, three seasons. Um, what about the Mustangs for you, and, and and how much credit do you give this organization for the success that you've had? You were second in the nation in the, in the 800. Mm-hmm. Where was that run, by the way? Uh, this year, it was in, where was it? Iowa. Iowa. It was in <laughs> Iowa. Okay. No, that's all right. And you took second in the nation. Mm-hmm. Uh, do, you, do you remember... How many pe- how many people competed in 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 the eight hundred? Um, what do you think? Overall, probably upwards of like eighty. But Man. then that was just like in prelims and stuff. And then once it got down to finals, I think there was twelve girls in the finals race. Did you do you know who the who won it? Do you know her? Yeah. Well, I did, I've talked to her at the meets, but she's like really big, like famous now. <laughs> she is. Yeah. Did, will you get a chance to run against her again? Probably. Because payback, it's coming, yeah, right? Probably, uh, <laughs> no, let's just, hey, if, if if there's one thing that should keep you working hard is uh, is you're going to want to pay her back. Mm-hmm. Um, how much help has the Mustangs given you for the, for running at Franklin? So much. <laughs> um, I feel like we work a lot harder at Franklin. I mean, we have girls that want to work hard, but a lot of girls just do it for fun. But when you go to Mustangs, it's like everyone wants to be there. Everyone has goals. And so we got... I started there. I was the first one um, from, like, the girls' track team at Franklin to go there. And then um, we got our 4x4 four four to go, and then some girls from our distance team. And so a lot of us started coming to Mustangs, and you really saw our program develop. So when, when Coach Hale says, look, they find us now, and, and you guys are the ones maybe finding them to come run mm-hmm. with you guys at, at the Mustangs. Amari, how are you? She's a junior at King. She was here two years ago when you were a freshman, correct? Yeah. Did I have to yell at you for anything? No. I'm not doing it wrong. No? Because somebody was was chewing gum when they were on my... I remember that. Yeah, so I can't remember who, do you? Mm -mm. No, I don't remember either. I'm glad to see... Maybe it was Chase. Maybe it was Chase. I'm glad to see you're not chewing gum today. You won the the state 200, right? And did really well nationally as well. Yeah. How'd you do? 
uh, in the 200, I PR with a 23.76. In the 100, nationally, I came six. And okay. in the 200, I came third. Man. So for people that don't know what PR means, personal record. Yeah. Like, look at me all track. Huh? I don't know a whole lot about it, but I, I, I know that. When, uh, Mari, when, when you're at King and, and you're a junior at, at Milwaukee King, as I talk to these guys as well, I remember your freshman. You were, look, you've grown up and you're just an absolutely beautiful girl. And much, you were very, did not want to be here two years ago. You were kind of quiet, kind of shy, and stood off to the back. And then came in and, and I got you to the microphone. And you talked about back then how you, you fall in love with running and, and the Mustangs melt, meant a lot to you. Now that you're a junior, I, I would assume that this club. And, and 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 certainly as Elijah talked about being family has really you've gotten a lot of a lot better at running for King than maybe you would have without the Mustangs. Yeah, and I'm gonna say it most definitely has to do with you know my coaches teaching me self discipline as far as you know in my races and that teaches me you know how to use that in all aspect aspects of my life. How grades are good for you guys? Yeah, grades are good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Elijah, good. You're good over at Franklin. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, are you a multi-sport athlete, by the way, Elijah? Um, I played football my, this year, but just for fun, you know, just. To, How was it? It was actually fun. I didn't think it was going to be that like a big of a deal, but it was actually fun. Do you honestly. wish you would have played the other years? Yes. Yeah. I, do. I I think there's a lot of guys that uh, th- that when they get done with their high school career are going to say, "I've got a kid over at, at at Martin Luther. I'm coaching basketball. That this kid should play football." I, he's six one. He's fast. He's strong. Basketball might not be his best sport, and he doesn't know it yet. So I think he should he should give that a shot as well. Do you have any idea what's going on next year for you yet? Um, my next plan is possibly going JUCO. Okay. Because me personally, I didn't take my freshman and sophomore year seriously, so my grades, my academics weren't up there. Yeah. So like that's the next step. It's uh, it's amazing that people uh, and and. Kids don't understand that freshman and sophomore year matter. Yeah. They um, matter. Yeah. And you know what? But you're you're in a good path right now. Mm-hmm. I would assume JUCOs are calling all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you have you haven't made a decision? Is there is there a JUCO that stands out when it comes to track and field? Uh Iowa Central. Okay. That's probably my my first decision. Is there other kids from the Mustangs that have gone there, do you know? Um, no. No. So th- that would be man, Iowa. I thought maybe somewhere in California or something. No, I look. If you get a chance, you you get on campus, take care of your business. If if you could, uh, if you could go backwards and come back in as a freshman, you you would uh, you put a pocket protector and take care of the books, right? I definitely would. Yeah, it's uh, it's hard. Hey, we're gonna get to a break. Other side of the break, and, and I hope it's okay with Coach Hale. But I'm gonna keep you guys for one more segment. Because I have some questions about that mission statement, and I've got some questions about what day-to-day is like. How much do you guys travel? Where do you guys go and compete? Have you thought about maybe doing other things within track and how this uh, this Mustang Track Club has helped you on, on a personal level as far as you know the character, the, the discipline that you guys have? And we'll get to that on the other side of the break. This is the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Whoa. 
Welcome back to the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern. We're talking Milwaukee Mustang Track Club. I want to thank uh, uh, Coach Greg Griffin. He coaches over at uh, Martin Luther with me, and we had a conversation the other night. I had a, a club all locked in to come in today, and the guy called on Wednesday and said, "Look, I'm I'm really sick. I don't think I'm gonna be able to make it." So I thought we'd rerun a show, and uh, Greg was talking about the Milwaukee Mustangs. And he said, look, my daughter's uh, running for them, and it's a great club. And I said, boy, I'd love to have Ray Hale in. I'd like to talk more about the, this club. I had him in a couple years ago, and uh, and I thought it was a really good show. And looking on their website, they've expanded. More kids are getting involved in Mustang Track. You can go to mustangtrack.org, mustangtrack.org for more information. I've kept our student-athletes for another segment because I've got more questions for them. Elijah, um, you talked that you were a – uh, played football this year. How much did all the work you've done in track help you in football? Um, mainly with my speed, because you know, like they kept asking me to play football. At first, I didn't really want to try it because I felt like it wasn't important. But yeah. when I came out, they really made me a, a main part of the team. Yeah, they embraced you. I'm sure they tried to get you the ball a lot. Yes. Did you score any touchdowns? I scored a couple. How many? I I, I know it's at least once a game, but like during the whole season, I think it's like. Good for you. That's a good feeling. Did, we, did you play wide receiver or what? Yes, wide receiver and safety. Yeah. So you don't mind hitting people then? No. <laughs> look, look at you. Look at you. Maybe that's the. Maybe maybe we'll see you on Sundays one day. Who knows? Um, I didn't ask Claire and Amara. Are you guys multi-sport athletes? Mm-hmm. Claire, are you? What else do you play? I run cross country. You do. No. So it's all about running. Do you come from a running family, by the way? Not really, to be honest. I mean, my mom ran in college. She ran at lacrosse. But um, other than that, like my siblings, only my older brother ran and one of my older sisters. But um, it's not like everyone's into it. <laughs> no. Do, do, how much do you go out and train in the off season? Do you go out? Do, do, is it is it fun for you to just go for a run on your own? Yeah, it and is. When I have to take time off, like yeah. it kills me. <laughs> it does. Yeah. I went. My my brother Tim, who lives in Florida, he was a uh, marathon runner. Mm-hmm. And I went to watch him at up in Minnesota Duluth do the Grandma Marathon, and I was at the 24 mile mark, and he didn't know who I was. He didn't know who I was, yeah. he, and he qualified for the Boston that day, so he had a great time. Mm-hmm. And they brought him into the, the the Red Cross tent, and he walked out like 20 minutes later. He goes, "Hey, what's up? Let's go get some need." <laughs> I go, "You know who I am?" He goes, "What are you talking about?" I said, "I stood at the 24 mile mark." Mm-hmm. He goes. Yeah, about the 23-mile mark is where it all hit. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember much of those last three miles. And we stood, we we were around this event for like three more hours. And then when we left, all the people that were lined up were gone. And there were still people finishing. And he said to me, look, I don't need all the people there cheering for me. These are the people. Now is when they should come mm-hmm. out because these guys are, are getting it. Look, it's taken them six hours, but they're getting it done. Yeah. And it was really... It was really interesting to see that many people at an event. Um, Amari, are you a um, multi-sport athlete? Honestly, no. If it ain't track, it's whack. Like, I have never done any other sport. Never? <laughs> never. Volleyball? Never. Basketball? Uh-uh. Bowling? Nope. Nothing? Nope. Golf? Nope. Not, not a thing. <laughs> if it's not track, then you're not doing it. Uh-uh. Uh, have you thought about trying something else? Uh, I have thought about it, but it's like... I don't know. I'm so grounded to track. It's like I can't give my time to nothing else. Right. How much do you um, work out in the off season? Is there an off season for you guys? By the way, is yeah. there? 
Uh, Ray's over there shaking his head. No, there better not be any kind of <laughs> off season, but there certainly is. That you, is, you need to rest your body. We train like all year round, basically. Like we basically get like one month off after the Junior Olympics, then we back to training. Back to training, yeah. Elijah. How much do you guys talk about nutrition and sleep and all that? How important? And do you guys talk a lot about that? Uh, not really. You not. You will at the next level. Yes. You know what? And imagine how fast you are now. And then when 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 those guys maybe at that college level and and look you'll you'll go take care of your business wherever you have to and then you'll you know you'll go to some big time division one and those guys are going to talk all about nutrition and, and sleep and 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 all of that and they're gonna you're gonna be <laughs> man, you're gonna be scary fast at, at at that point Claire do you guys do do you personally um, look at that part of what what you do. The, the nutritional side of it yeah especially during cross country we have coaches that talk about it more yeah um but mainly i get that information through my high school what do you like better cross country or track, track. you do yeah why is that uh i don't like the distance as much <laughs> you don't the cross country part is yeah i i don't get it look for somebody who doesn't run you i don't get it you know, I'll go, I'll go play racquetball, or I'll go. I, I do a lot at nine round, mm-hmm. and I'll work out with the trainer at Martin Luther, or lifting and doing all that stuff. I never got the running thing, and and you look at the big, the smile you had on your face when I said, "Will you ever just go for a run on your own?" <laughs> and you're like, "Yeah, it's it, it, it clears your mind." Is Stress that what it is? For sure, it is. Elijah, you don't have to do that, right? You don't go for a run on your own. No, no, that <laughs> that hundred, you could just go and do, do you lift weights a lot? Do you get in the weight room? I have been recently, yes. Yeah. Do, do you feel like that's going to help your speed? Yes, it has helped me. Is And I talked with, with Claire about the difference, the mindset between the 400 and the 800. The mindset for the 100 for you, is it all about getting out fast? Yes. It is? Yes. It's start, about the, the, the start has to be clean. That's the main part of the race. Um, do you know the guys in the city that are coming after you for this year? You um, know these guys? Do I know them personally? Yeah. Like, yes. yeah I, I mean, and they're saying, hey, look, you, you may have won it last year, but I'm going to win it this year type stuff. I mean, I know in basketball that our guys all talk to the other guys. Is there talk that goes on? People talk smack and track? Um, last year it was, but, like, all my like my competition and stuff like that, they all graduated. So, like, I feel like I'm not going to really have anybody this year unless, like, someone comes out of nowhere and has the type of speed I have. There's going to be somebody. I, I'm telling you, you never get, get off scot-free. You, you you never do any injuries for you guys? Um no. No, no. nothing. Boy, to be young again. Hey, <laughs> I get injured just getting out of bed in the morning. But no injuries. How much do you, can you tell me your stretch? Do you guys stretch together as a team when you're with the Mustangs, or do you do that individually, Claire? Basically on our own, or like in our groups. Like when my group finishes a workout, the maybe like five of us that are working out together will do a cool down and stretch. But it's mainly individual. And how about before a race? What do you do? Because the, the days of, look, back in the day, nobody talked about stretching after. It was always before. Mm-hmm. And it was always these really basic, and now it's more movement stretching mm-hmm. um, than it is, you know, get it and get against the wall and stretch out your calves or do this, you know, sit down and, and cross your legs and stretch. People don't do that anymore. I know it's old school. Quit yeah. laughing at me, Claire. <laughs> Here, Elijah, you don't... What are you laughing at over there? Hey, that's back in my day. But those days are over, and now it's more after uh-huh. you compete. Yeah, we don't really stretch, but like before the race, it's mainly dynamics and getting like your muscles warmed up. Hey, do you guys get nervous before races anymore? 
It don't. It depends on like the type of meat it is. Like. Yeah, it depends on where it's at. Yeah, if it's here in the city against people you know, you, you don't get nervous. No, not really. <laughs> in Iowa for the nationals. Yes. The you only get... the only way I get nervous is if I'm worried about how I'm gonna run my race. Like if I'm say if I ain't run a four hundred for a long time, then I'm thinking about okay, I forgot how to run this. I what, get nervous. Like, what's your favorite race to run? Definitely the two hundred. The two hundred. What? Yeah. Why is that th your favorite? It's my favorite because it's like it's more to think about than just you know like they said just the hundred you know you just going out. I feel like the two hundred it prepares you for the four hundred and also keeps you you know keeps that speed. So the the two hundred is it about getting out faster? Is it about? It's obviously they're all about finishing fast. But the two hundred, do you? Is it? That's not a dead sprint, right? For me, people think that you shouldn't get out fast. But if you're able to build up to full speed and hold that speed through the through the whole race, you're gonna get a good time. Like some people, they can you know get out fast and then you know not you know finish it strong and some people they get out slow and then finish stronger than other people but yeah. if you're able to you know build up to that speed and hold that speed throughout the race that's what the 200 is mainly about can you do that Elijah? yes you can so you can start to the 200 fast and end it fast yes. are you guys in relays at all yes yeah. four by one four by four four by one four by four what are you Four by four. You are mm -hmm. in that high school and mm -hmm. in, in the high school and the, the Mustang. Yes. Um, do you like relays as much as the individual stuff? Um, for high school, no, not really. You don't. No. Why? Why is that? If I can ask. Because me, I think people in high school don't really take track seriously as much as they do with the Mustangs. Right. So, like, I think people in high school they just run it just to run it, just to be part of it. Yes. Are you the? Are you guys the anchor in the high school? Yeah. yeah. So you just want the just give me the baton and get get out of my way type thing. Yeah. <laughs> just get it over with. Get it over with. That's awesome. That's really good stuff. Do you guys think that uh, the, the and you've all now been with the Mustang uh, Track Club for a while? And I know Claire talked about bringing other student athletes from Franklin to the Mustang Track Club because it was it was important to her. Same thing with you. Are are you the ambassadors that you are that you'll get up on a Saturday and come in here? with me and talk about the importance that the Milwaukee Mustangs track club had been in your life. How, how open are you to bring some of the, the guys from Washington with you and the girls from King with you over to Milwaukee Mustangs? Well, a lot of people on my track team is already on AAU team. So it's like you have the Mustangs and then you have, you know, the other track team. So it's not really a lot of people that's, you know, willing to, you know, come and put in that extra work if they is. If they are, they're gonna go to the track team where where their friends are. So okay. it's like it's kind of hard. Who is is there a track club here that you guys compete most with? Like, look, you you like them, but you don't really. That's that's the that's the club that we want to beat all the time. Yeah, it's mainly the Wings of Glory Spartans. Same, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Same thing. I guess yeah. Yeah, you don't <laughs> care who it is. You just want to beat them. That, that's your deal, right? Yeah, I'm not really thinking about the competition though. She's just good, man. She's just focused on on what she's gonna do. She's not playing other sports. She's focused on winning what what she wants. Claire, do you see um, you running at the next level? Is that something that you yes, want to do? Yes, for sure. Um, do you have any idea if you could pick whatever any college in the country to go run at? Where would you go? I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, out of state for sure. Really? Preferably, I don't somewhere warm. I like training outdoors. So Arizona, Florida. Yeah, that'd be perfect. <laughs> Arizona, Florida, California, yeah. something like that. Mm -hmm. Mara, how about you? 
Uh, definitely USC. You you want to be a Trojan? Yeah. Yeah. The colors, the whole. That's where I when I was a kid, man. I used to watch the Rose Bowl all the time, thinking I'd play football at USC. That that was never going to happen. But mm-hmm. as a little kid, that's what I thought. If you would, Elijah, if you had taken care of your business, and if you could, after a year or two at JUCO, pick any college in the country, where would you go? Honestly, I'm not sure. Just mainly, like Claire said, somewhere hot. Really? Because I, I hate the cold. Me too. <laughs> I think most runners do, right? Do you run better? Do you have better scores when it's really hot out? For sure. Yes. 100%. Mm-hmm. Even in cross country. Man. Guys, this has been great. I, I really, first of all, it's nice to see you again, Amari. Thank you for coming back. <laughs> I hope I wasn't too mean to you last time. And, and again, it's nice to see that you're still with uh, Mustang Track. Elijah and Claire, thank you so much for your time. Good luck this year. And uh, go per golders, right? Go yes. Sabres. Go Generals. I don't my, I don't know my niece's nephew's name. Swear to God, but I know stuff like this. <laughs> Sabres. I know all that, which is ridiculous to me. We'll continue our conversation. I'm going to get Ray Hale back. He is uh, the head coach for the Mustang Track. Go to mustangtrack.org for more information. Again, take time and, and, and spend a few minutes on that website and read that mission statement a couple of times because that will tell you what, what Ray Hale and his group is all about. When, when he invites your son or daughter to join this track club, understand they're not all about just who's the fastest. They do talk about character. They talk about education. They talk about self-discipline. And he would be a good guy if, if you have kids that are interested in getting involved in track. He, he'd be a great guy for you to talk to. This is the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan, Mike McGivern. We're talking Milwaukee Mustang track, and we're going to get back to Ray Hale, who's the head coach in a minute. Um, is it De- Delilah? De- Delia. Delia, eighth grade. Yeah. And she did not want to come on the air, so I appreciate you doing this. Um, you're part of the Mustang Track Club as well. Yeah. What do you run? I run the 100, 200, and 400. And as an eighth grader. Is there is there a lot of kids in your school that do this, or is this something that that you do on your own? Uh, it's something I do on my own. Um, I have someone else in my grade, Nathan Cumberbatch, who runs with me. Okay, yeah. where where do you go to school? Sherwood Intermediate School. You do, yeah. That's a big track community, right? Yeah. Yeah, the high school does a pretty nice job. Good for you. you and and you've been part of the Mustangs for how long? Um, since I was six. Really? Yeah. Good for man, Ray. You're starting them young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We try to get them right out of diapers. Yeah, yeah that's not yeah. well. That yeah, that's pretty smart. If there was something that some of these kids could do when they crawl, um, did you fall in love with it right away? Yeah. Well, my brother ran. Okay. So I just like went into it because he did it, and yeah. I just fell in love with it. Do you play other sports? No, I just yeah. do track. Just like just like the girl from look at their slapping five over there. Um, cross country, something you might be interested in? No, I'm mainly a sprinter. That's yeah, too you, long. You don't want you do not want. Once Claire said, I don't like the distance, but she likes to run. Well, good for you. Thank you for coming on, and I appreciate. Look, it, it took a minute, but uh, you, this was easy, right? Who's your favorite teacher, by the way? My favorite teacher? Yeah. Um, you like them all? Yeah. Yeah, you get good grades. Yeah, I do. Good for you. That's good. 
Hey Ray, I going through some of the things on the website. Um, I really fairly inexpensive to be part of the Mustangs. Yes, it is. And I was a little bit surprised um, when when you talk about new members two two hundred sixty dollars. Is that two hundred for the indoor and then two hundred for the outdoor season? Correct. That's two hundred per season. Yeah. So you're talking about five hundred and twenty dollars for the entire the year. Entire year. And that, that includes, if you're not doing another sport, that also includes your fall and spring training in between those competitive seasons in the winter and summer. How do, you, um, how do you work with the high school coaches? They must love you. Some of them do. Some of them look at you as like uh, a little bit like competition for the kids, the, the love of their coach, because we're with them a lot. Yeah. But what, what we're doing is we're looking at just trying to make those athletes better. And you would think the high school coaches, most of them would love us because now you're getting a kid who's been really training at this all year round. So, look, being a basketball coach um, at the high school level, I, I do have some problems sometimes with yeah. AU coaches because it takes me, it takes us a couple of weeks of practice to what we feel are some bad habits. I don't think that's the case in in track, is it? No, running is a little bit different. I mean, when you're running, you're running. This is what you're doing. You're moving forward. And Mm -hmm. either, you you know, it's either distance running or speed, you know. And now you're getting kids coming into your program that are already in pretty tip-top condition. And they're ready to go. And and the kids that have not been running in your program can learn from that or see that and say, I want to get like this kid right here. Right, because the improvement that they yep. must see, see year after year has, right. has got to be incredible. Absolutely. Um, when when you, when you When a parent comes to you and says, look, either we've been with a different track club or this is the track club that, that we keep hearing about, maybe we want to join, or look, my son or daughter might have some interest in running, what is your sales pitch? What, what do you tell them as far as why Mustang track is the perfect opportunity for them? Well, I, if someone's coming from like a different club or even if they're coming for the first time, I, I ask them, uh, you know, what, what is it that's making you change? What didn't you like at the other club? Or, you know, why did you decide that you want to bring your child here? And so you kind of find that out first and you then explain to them all about the Mustangs track club and what it is we do and, and how we try to come out as a, like a family oriented team and you'll see that when you when you travel with us that we're we're do we do a lot of things together as a, a entire group you guys get to travel a lot we do yeah because yeah. there's uh all just midwest mostly uh we do national you do. when you go to junior olympics you can go as far away as uh like we're going to north carolina this summer and, you are and we went we went to iowa last year we go to detroit we go to houston you can't you, know, so you can't do this on the prices that you guys charge these guys you guys fundraise a little bit we do some fundraising but we have incredible parent orient uh, uh participation Okay. Our parents, you know, and, and even with the new parents coming in and they see that and they say, okay, well, we got to step our game up too here. And so uh, I would say we have about like 99% parent that travels with the team, you know, and we put that whole thing together and say, this is what we're going to do. We're either going to get a charter bus and we try to make that very inexpensive right. to go that route. Or if it's like within a five hour drive, then we're traveling by cars. Hey, um, so now that the, the and, and it's gotten Mustang track clubs gotten pretty big. Yes. Are and there's some some things that happen with with uh, as as clubs like this get bigger, where there's some growing pains. Do you get to coach as much as you used to, or are you more, you know, the figurehead now? I, I still coach. Uh, what I do is I, I take what it is I love coaching the most, which is you know I love coaching 
every event sure. pretty much, but I really like 400-meter runners. You do? So I take the 400-meter runners. Why Why is it that you like those 400-meters? It, 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 it's a tough race mentally for kids, first of all. So I like to be in that part of coaching them, you know, and being able to get in their head a little bit and, right. and make them tougher because it's a very hard race to run. Because you, know? you don't know if you need to get out early, if you need to – what What? What makes the 400 The 400, it, it's, it's because you have to go – at a very fast speed for a, a long period of time. And so mentally, that's tough on you, Yes. first of all, because you know that at some point in that race, you're going to feel like you're, you're carrying lead yeah. in your legs, you know. And you got to somehow figure out how to fight to through figure that. Figure out how to fight through that, how to train for that mentally and physically. So let me give you some stats on the on Mustang track, and, and thank you so much. Uh, what's the, the the man's name who gave this to me? Kevin, Kevin Martins. He's one. He's the 200-meter coach. Kevin Martins, coach. thank you for this because this took a little bit of time. But since 2006, 43 state championships combined, 17 individual, three current state records in Division One in the 100, the 200, and the 800, I believe. And he's listed a number of names of, of some of the people in that Mustang track – you know, they've done some wonderful things here. Um, and since, again, 2006, 43 state championships combined, 17 individual and three current state records. you got to be proud of this stuff. Oh, yeah, definitely. Man, oh, man. So the toughest part about uh, coaching young people now, and it's funny because I do another show called Faith in the Zone, where I talk to men and women all over the country that have come on a secular sports station and talk about their faith and how it's affected their lives professionally and personally. And I had the Division One football coach from Eastern Michigan University on. And I said, boy, kids have really changed over the years, don't you think? And he said, no, not at all. I said, really? He said, no. He said, we've changed. He said, when I, the first year I was a Division One head football coach, I was 26 years old. I was young and I was cool. I was one of the cool guys. I'm now 44. I'm married. I got three kids. All I want to do is get out of practice, go home and see my kids. He said, Mike, they haven't changed. We've changed. The difference is they're putting all this nonsense up on social media that they do that we didn't have the opportunity to do. He said, but they're still doing the stuff I did as a freshman in college. What's your feeling on that? I, I believe that's true. It, it's, it's pretty much right on right on head there because, yeah, it, it's the only difference is, like you said, the social media. They have a little bit more access to each other no matter where they are. And so, Do you guys did you talk about that with them at all on what – uh, what what they should leave off it? Be careful what they're posting because you you've got athletes that want to run at the next level. Had a guy from Southern Miss in. He was with the football program, and his whole job, right? His whole job was on Thursday. The coaching staff gave him a list of fifty guys throughout the country that they were going to recruit, and he worked on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and he'd come back and give them that list back and say twenty five of these guys do not recruit. And he said, look, they, it's social media. He said, I'd find everything. They would have one Facebook page where they were at church on Sunday and another Facebook page they didn't think I'd find that they were at a beer party on the beach. He said, I found it all. And we would stop recruiting people from what they posted. And I think it's important we tell our student-athletes that stuff. Yeah, that, that's very important. It's, it's, I'm glad you brought that up because we don't really talk a whole lot about social media and what they should and shouldn't yeah. be doing, but that's true. you know. And I think we'll we'll implement that into our uh, conversations. With well, I, Elijah's listening to this, and Mary's listening to it, and Claire's listening to it, and... Delaya. Delaya. I want to say Delilah. <laughs> Do you get that a lot? Yeah. Delaya, don't be careful what you put on social media. 
Guys, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. What a great group of people you have. And again, I want to thank Greg Griffin for helping put this together. Keep up the good work, Ray. It's really nice to meet you in person for the first time. All right. Thanks for having us. Again, mustangtrack.org. Mustangtrack.org. This is the Youth Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 